What's going on, family? Happy Tuesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing absolutely well for a Tuesday. Certainly, the week is off to an auspicious start, and I definitely hope that as now we have embarked upon the month of September, that you are getting ready for the start of the end of of the year yeah i know i know and it's funny because we talk about the year flying by at the same time with the way 2020 has been some have been ready to kind of exit out of the year so your exit strategy for 2020 needs to be really really sound and we're hoping that you exit 2020 and into 2021 with life being better than you could have ever imagined it so now's a good day to start planning all those things okay all right with that said thank you again for hanging out with us on social media instagram facebook and twitter at the faction show we really appreciate that on top of that we appreciate you subscribing to this podcast as many of you have already done that's why you're listening so thank you for that Definitely feel free to rate us and leave a comment on the podcast platform of your choice. It makes all the difference in the world how many other eyes and ears get to check out what you're checking out right now. It's cool to be the best kept secret, but we don't need to be a secret any longer. Fair enough? Fair enough. So we've got a couple of pieces of important news to talk about. First and foremost, perhaps the biggest news of the day, which we shared uh, on our Instagram and social media spaces, is NXT and Mauro Ronaldo. So many of us noticed that Mauro was not present for NXT TakeOver 30. And the question started coming in on last Wednesday's show when we found out that Wade Barrett, a.k.a. Stu Bennett, would be coming in and they said it would be a guest situation. Well, now we know for sure that Mauro Ronaldo and the WWE have officially Parted ways. WWE released a statement, and their statement said the following WWE and Mauro Ronaldo have mutually and amicably agreed to part ways. Mauro's passion and enthusiasm left an indelible and exciting mark with WWE and its fans, and we wish him the best in his future endeavors. Now, on the other side of it, Ronaldo released a statement on his Facebook page, and he said, quote, I appreciate the opportunity that I had to realize my childhood dream of working in sports entertainment, and I wish WWE well in the future. Now I want to direct my focus and devote my time to my other projects and to my mental health, charitable services, and the well-being of my mother and myself. So these are pretty important scenarios that we're talking about here. Of course, the pandemic hit everybody in a special way. And if you'll notice, you had actually not seen Mauro Ronaldo on WWE television during the pandemic. Both he and Beth Phoenix really had some unique opportunities in terms of how they called matches. They were able to call matches from a remote location, which many of us can assume is home kind of a safe space for them on Beth's side of course she has young children so it's kind of understandable why she may not want to make that journey out of the house for Morrow we're aware of his issues in terms of mental health and perhaps some other prevailing health issues that really could be exacerbated by outside contact plus you've got to also imagine this when Morrow first left WWE back in 2017 
many assumed or thought that it was because of bullying from JBL, and you could argue that that's still out there, but for him, he has stated on multiple occasions that he left WWE because of the grueling travel schedule. Of course, he was the lead announcer on SmackDown, and then, of course, he moved to NXT, and that, in my opinion, legitimized NXT even more. If their action wasn't already amazing, now they had somebody telling those stories as only NXT and Mauro Ronaldo could. You talk about the perfect fit for an announcer and a brand. That was Mauro Ronaldo and NXT. Super sad to see him go, but I also understand at the end of the day, you have to do what you have to do to manage your health, and he's looking out for his mom as well, who we obviously understand would be in that very, very dangerous zone when it comes to COVID-19 and other things, so it is very difficult. Personally, I've been a massive fan of Mauro Ronaldo. What he brought to the game inspired me as an announcer, and uh, it absolutely is something to learn from. Both him and Jim Ross, for me, are absolutely on the Mount Rushmore of commentating. There's no question in my mind about that. We can debate about who the other two people are, but those two absolutely stay. Maybe we add... Tony Schiavone and then either Bobby Heenan or Gordon Soley. Yeah, it gets really interesting. The point of it is really simple, that Mauro Ronaldo and his impact on NXT have been absolutely significant, and we will certainly miss Mauro Ronaldo. Now, it does not mean that he is gone from combat sports. What we do understand is that Mauro Ronaldo will continue his duties with Bellator and Showtime's boxing events. Now, what we do know about both of those schedules is they are far less strenuous in terms of travel and responsibility than the NXT schedule. Now, granted, NXT uh, went from tapings that might happen once or twice a month to, you know, a regular weekly live situation, which would require him to be in Florida. Of course, he lives in California, so there's some travel issues there. But again, you have to know how to manage your health. And if that's what this is, which it certainly seems like it is, uh, we we salute him. If you've not watched his documentary, you definitely should take some time to do that. It is available. You can click a link on his Facebook page and check out the documentary, which really does detail his story and his battles with uh, being bipolar, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. We wish you all the best. My heart hurts with the parting ways of Mauro Ronaldo. But if it is indeed for his health and his mother's health, as he said, then by all means, take care of you. Take care of your mom. You only get one of each. All right. So what does that mean for NXT? Well, I told you guys last week when we announced that Wade Barrett, a.k.a. Stu Bennett, would be doing a one-off on NXT, that there are no such things as one-offs. A one-off sounded like an audition to me, and I shared with you my journey at Southern Honor Wrestling. It was designed as a one-off, but the 
asterisk next to it was, if you do a great job, you'll get the job. Now, it's very clear that Stu Bennett has done a great job. If you listen to him, he was totally dialed into the product. He definitely didn't miss a beat. And you have to remember, he had practice. He'd been doing this over in England, but he also most recently has been doing it for the NWA. So he also announced that he would be back at NXT for their Super Tuesday, which is tonight, which will be headlined by a first time ever four-way Iron Man match between four former NXT champions. That includes Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Finn Balor, and Adam Cole. That'll happen tonight on NXT television. Stu Bennett said he would be back for that. And you can make a couple of assumptions here. Assumption number one is that he's going to be the new guy for NXT. And that is based on, first of all, the great job that he had, the fact that he said he'll be back this week, and the fact that he has been added to the WWE's uh, current personnel in terms of NXT. So the writing is on the wall. It seems very clear. Now, what isn't clear is what does this do to the NWA? Now, remember, we announced that the NWA would be returning now officially two weeks from today, September the 15th, in a weekly pay-per-view format, which is far different than the YouTube format they had been using. They will not be taping here in Atlanta anymore. Instead, they're going over to the West Coast, and things will begin airing on September the 15th. I believe it's 9 p.m. Eastern or 8 p.m. Eastern. I'll double-check that time for you on Fight TV. So... We've seen a bit of an exodus from the NWA. We have seen guys like Eddie Kingston and Ricky Starks make their way over to AEW. Women like Tasha Steele has made her way over to Impact Wrestling. We also know that this weekend at All Out, the NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa will take on the AEW Women's Champion Hikaru Shida. So what does that all mean for the NWA? Now, if you potentially are losing one of your ring announcers, that's the second lead announcer they've lost, um, what does that mean? Obviously, the product is going to be different. When you have guys like Ricky Starks, who was the former TV champion, gone. Eddie Kingston, gone. Now it definitely appears like Stu Bennett, one of the voices of the NWA, gone. Um, I don't know what this does for their product. And they're getting ready to put it on pay-per-view. An interesting time for the NWA for sure. But uh, I don't know. Now, I'll say this much. Having Stu Bennett on the NXT product is a good thing. Vic Joseph was just added as well. He is the former voice of Monday Night Raw during kind of a bad stint, which I think many felt like he was overmatched. He was once the voice for 205 Live and has been the voice for the NXT UK product, which will be returning uh, this month as well. So NXT gets a whole new look, of course, with two new voices. I don't know what it means, but you let me know what you think about Mauro Ronaldo being out, Stu Bennett, a.k.a. Wade Barrett, being in the new voices of NXT and what this does to the NWA. So yesterday, I did promise you that we would start taking a deep dive into the PWI 500 list, and uh, I'm not really sure which way I want to do it. Yesterday, of course, I gave you the top 10 um, I think what I'm going to do now is we'll just kind of look at 10 folks on the list uh, every day for a little while. Obviously, we'll be doing this for a minute, but I think it's very interesting 
And we're going to kind of go in order of sorts. So yesterday we gave you 10 through 1. Today we're going to give you 20 through 11. And again, allow you to make your decisions on this. And this goes from basically July of last year to June of this year. So think about that as we name some of these names. Number 20. Jacob Fatu, who is part of the Anoa'i Fatu wrestling family, the Samoan dynasty that has given us everybody from the wild Samoans to Roman Reigns. The Rock is connected there. Nia Jax is connected there. Jacob Fatu, if you're unfamiliar, has been uh, the champion in MLW, Major League Wrestling, since July of 2019. He is at number 20 which I think is a very significant move. And you could argue he is the top independent wrestler based on that. Number 19 is the former WWE Universal Champion, Braun Strowman. All right. Number 18 is Roosh, who is a former Ring of Honor world champion, and he won that title during this period. I should also mention that Strowman during this period finally got his hands on singles gold in WWE, winning both the Intercontinental and Universal Championship during this period. Number 17 on the list is Kota Ibushi, huge star, of course, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, earned himself a title shot uh, at the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and found his way to be a tag team champion with Hiroshi Tanahashi back in February. Kota Ibushi maintains his ranking at number 17 as he was number 17 last year. Number 16 this year. It's Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, of course, during this period, introduced us to The Fiend. And The Fiend was literally unstoppable during the first half of the evaluation period, defeating Seth Rollins, defeating Daniel Bryan, uh, winning in the Royal Rumble match, winning the Universal Championship as well. And, of course, having a phenomenal and very unique Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania. Last year, he was number 169. So huge move. Bray Wyatt. Number 15, it's the national treasure, the NWA champion, Nick Aldis, who at last year's count was number 41. So again, a huge move, and he's been a huge part of the resurgence of the NWA. At number 14 this year, it's Roman Reigns. He was number seven last year, and you got to think during a lot of this period, particularly during the last three or four months of the period, he has not been in the ring. He was supposed to be part of the, one of the main events at WrestleMania, but because of the pandemic, he was not in the ring. And so with that said, yeah, he drops to number 14 from being number seven last year. Number 13 this year, it's Kenny Omega. Omega was number eight last year. And again, he has done some pretty significant situations. He was at one time the number one ranked wrestler on the PWI 500. That happened 2018. And so, of course, since then, he's been AEW Tag Team Champion with Hangman Adam Page. And that has gone on for quite some time. Number 12, it's Brock Lesnar, who strangely enough was not ranked last year. Brock Lesnar has added two more world titles during this evaluation period, defeating Seth Rollins and the very controversial match between Kofi Kingston, um, which was just, oh gosh, we can't talk enough about that, or maybe we could. And one thing we found out about Brock Lesnar last night, which I failed to mention, is that he is now a free agent. No longer with WWE, his contract has lapsed. And so there are some options for Brock Lesnar in terms of what he will do. Will he 
decide to re-sign with WWE. I don't know that he'd do that. I don't even know if he wants to wrestle during this pandemic era. He certainly seems like a big-time fighter who wants a crowd in uh, in attendance. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Does he go back to the UFC? Does he show up in AEW? I don't know. I personally don't think he'll show up in AEW. You have to kind of care about the business to do that. I don't think that's him. All right, and the last one on this list at number 11, It's Keith Lee, the former NXT North American champion. The NXT champion has done some incredible, incredible things. He was 157 last year. But let's think about what he has accomplished in this last year. Uh, From an incredible showing at uh, NXT TakeOver War Games to his impressive performance at the Survivor Series where Keith Lee stood toe-to-toe and was the last member of the NXT team eliminating uh Seth Rollins and just doing some incredible things so shout out to Keith Lee for all that he was able to do and again went one-on-one with Brock Lesnar inside the Royal Rumble last year Keith Lee was 157 this year he's number 11 so shout out that's what your 11 through 20 list looks like for the PWI 500 what do you think of those folks let us know right now in the chat room definitely want to hear your thoughts on that all right we went a little over time today but i hope you guys are okay with it and hope you were able to stick with us lots of great content and more to talk about tomorrow we've got your recap for monday night raw and uh, we may get into nxt as well remember nxt will be airing tonight super tuesday 8 p.m. Eastern on USA. And if you miss it, you'll be able to actually check out the replay tomorrow on USA as well, as NXT will again go head-to-head with AEW Dynamite. All right, hope to hear from you on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Make sure you are subscribed to this podcast and you're rating it and you are leaving a comment as well. All right, until next time, it's your man GB, Gerard Bonner representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack and the fourth horseman, John Murray. Collectively, we are the faction.